what's up it's your girl grace tori and i'm back with a whole new podcast episode i'm actually really excited for this podcast episode it's something that i'm super passionate about and i probably think about every single day if i'm not like actually implementing something towards it i'm always researching it it's a big part of who i am and a big part of what i did during my masters so i'm really excited to share this knowledge with you i definitely feel like i'm gonna miss a few points here and there because there's just so much information but if you have any questions as always go ahead and follow me on instagram and tiktok um message me on instagram if you have any questions i can answer them or um you know reach out to me any way that you want to all of my stuff is in the description um, and we can dive into this a little bit more. I would love to mentor you and help you in any way that I can. But before we jump into today's episode, of course, I have to do a life update. So for today's life update, not much is going on. I'm feeling better. I still think that I need to go to like a specialist for my ear infections because RIP, they're just like still there, but they're definitely better. Um, I started drinking a ton of liquid IV, not like a ton, like obviously the recommended amount, but that has helped. So shout out to me for being dehydrated for 23 years. Maybe that was the issue. Who knows? Also, what else? We did not end up going to Cleveland. That was last night that we would have gone. So I was kind of sad about that. But it's okay, I got to hang out with Josh. We're dog-sitting, an English Bulldog who's super cute, so that's fun. I grew up with English Bulldogs, so I'm kind of getting my fix. Our dogs are not so happy about it. Um, they get along and everything, but the dogs are a little jealous, so that's been fun to kind of navigate, but it's okay, it's a good time, and everything is just grooving, moving along, you know? Life is lifing or whatever, How, however you wanna say it. I don't know if that's the correct, that's definitely not the correct term, but I don't know, I don't know. We're gonna go ahead and jump on into the video or into the episode, my bad. <laughs> also, I know that I always look like super casual in the videos if you're watching them on Spotify or YouTube. I get into my head like this is a podcast, you can be comfy cozy, like you're mainly talking, but then I also do a video version, so I probably should get a little bit more dressed up and look a little bit more trendy or, you know, groovy or whatever, but I just like, it's, it's so comfy, I just like getting cozy and chatting with you guys, so... Yeah, if you want to see me all dressed up, go ahead and check out my personal YouTube or the Instagram because I get dressed up on there. I promise that I'm not fully a scrub, but, you know, I just like getting comfy cozy, wearing my pajamas, talking to you guys. So that's the vibe for the podcast, you know, we're besties, we are all in this community, we don't judge each other, so that is why I look the way I do, I'm comfy. <laughs> but that's enough about me. I feel like I'm just going on. So we're going to go ahead and jump into today's topic, which is how to start a business in your 20s. I have started a couple businesses and gotten them up to the point of launch. And then I just kind of decided against it or I'm 
waiting until I have more funding and I'm in the process of getting funding. So I have probably, I would say three I've done from like having the idea to ready to launch. So I would say that I'm pretty qualified. I did a year long class where I had to come up with an idea and pitch it at a competition where I got second face placed in the graduate division. I'm pretty proud of that because I was the only team that placed that was only one person rather than a group, like a team. Also, I was the only female team leader to place. And then there was one other Hispanic who placed, but I was the only like leader that was a Hispanic who placed. So I was really, really proud of myself for that. And it was a really great experience. It made me realize how much I love pitching for competitions. And I just love working with small businesses in our community, talking to them and researching. So it's something that I genuinely am passionate about. So I would love to help you, like I mentioned, with anything you may need. Um, or any questions you may have or helping with research because I genuinely enjoy it. But what I wanted to say is anyone can start a business. You can be 10 years old, you can be 90 years old, you're never too old, you're never too young. And especially in this day and age with all of the resources available to us, literally anyone can start a business. So don't think that you are incapable or you're not worthy or you're not able to do it because you definitely are anyone can do it and i have seven steps that break it down this is like a basic structure and i'm going to try and include as much information as i can but like i mentioned if there's anything that i miss that you want me to dive into more or you have any questions or something doesn't make sense i'm happy to talk about it further so yeah let's just go ahead and dive into step one the first thing that you need to do is kind of think about that main concept and once you have that main concept it's really important to do research as well as due diligence so that you understand what you're getting yourself into so i like to kind of write a paragraph of what service or product i will be providing who i'll be providing it to how I would be providing it to them. And the biggest thing is what problem are you trying to solve or what is your why? So what is the problem and what is your solution to make it really granular and then build up from there. So start with those basic questions and then build up an entire concept where you understand how, whether that's completely online, whether that's getting a brick and mortar store, whether that's um, you know, Etsy or your own spot, uh, Shopify or whatever you want to do, get to that point where you have a concept built out, um, you know, a name that you can, you can tweak your name, things like that. It's not set in stone. Obviously you can change things and you probably will as you get through this process, but just a solid concept that you feel like you'll be comfortable moving forward. And that's when you start researching. So definitely make sure that you are researching um once you have your idea because you don't want to jump in and not know what you're getting yourself into like i mentioned and you can never over research there is a point where it's like hey just dive into it and you'll kind of know when you're like okay i'm prepared and that's when it's great to have an advisor or a mentor i really 
really recommend that obviously not everyone can do that not everyone in your life is an entrepreneur i think that it's like a really small number of people are entrepreneurs so like there may not be people in your life who can do that for you but if you are able to have someone who can just kind of tell you like okay you've done enough research and i'm happy to do that kind of like guide you and show you when you've done enough and it's time to jump in but like i mentioned you need to have quite a bit of research beforehand to understand everything in the market and your competitors and what you can bring to the table so once you have your main idea that's when i personally like to do market research so market research is when you're just scoping out the market and really diving into what it is you're getting yourself into so i wrote out some questions that you should ask yourself and try and find the answers to but obviously you can go as deep as you want i would start with these questions at the minimum and see what you can get into but what products are currently available is a big one is your product already on the market is there a product similar to yours who are your competitors direct or indirect so is there a direct competitor that sells the exact same product is there an indirect competitor that sells something similar what is a market share or what market share do your other competitors hold is there one competitor that's just dominating has like 80 percent market share or are all of them small um what are their four fee four p's that they are currently using so the four p's are product price place and promotion people like to put more of an emphasis on one so someone will really do a lot in promoting and marketing and that's where they get a lot of their consumers whereas other people really put a lot into their product and some people do lower pricing for example walmart really puts a lot into their pricing um and you really want to emphasize one p or two p's rather than all four because if you have like two that are super awesome people are usually going to lean towards that if you can do all four that's great but usually you're gonna have to sacrifice somewhere um, or compromise somewhere so definitely look at what other competitors four p's look like i like to do the top two competitors that are closest to me and have the biggest market share um also what are their customers saying about their product their marketing their company overall i like to look at customer reviews i kind of like to do some on facebook some on their website some on yelp um, and break it down not a lot of people will go into looking at people's customer reviews but i think that's really important because usually it shows what people are looking for um, so as long as you make sure that you are looking at a wide range of reviews and not just like amazon and like actually diving into it you kind of tend to get a good grasp of what people are looking for and basically what you're looking for in all of this is how can you stand out so what are these companies not doing or what can you do better um where can you uh what's the word that everyone uses i hate this word but this is a big word in entrepreneurship what how can you penetrate the market so get in there and have a unique product that's going to stand out and dominate the others once you've done market research which like i mentioned you can go as granular as you want or as um, basic as you want and just answer those questions 
it is time to start your business plan, which you'll probably have already started. There's so many templates on Canva, on Word, on Google. I have a template if you want me to share that with you. Go ahead and like I mentioned, just DM me. But some things that you may find in your business plan, there's gonna be more, but some are your SWOT, which is where you have a graph and you break down your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So this may include barriers to entry, finances, what your product does or doesn't do, and things like that. Also, you talk about your four Ps and what you are choosing to focus on. Your TAM, SAM, and SOM. So this is, um, all about your pricing and how you are going to help the market that's something that i'm not as strong at but i can help you with and we can dive into it together just google tam sam and Sam, and they'll break it down for you probably better than i can um and also you make a budget where you talk write down i write down every single thing that i need um and for your final business plan that you show to investors you may not need this some people say to include it some don't but either way i it's helpful so i like to go ahead and write down every single thing i need what the cost is going to be and all of those things so um all of your products how much it's going to take to make your product if it, your product is already made how much it takes to get it from the wholesaler how much it costs to have a website every year um, how much your business is going to cost to create an entity um if you have a trademark how much that's gonna cost anything like that any equipment you're gonna need um employees if you're gonna have them how much it's gonna cost for rent if you have a facility uh, electric water anything like that literally every single thing and break that down as granular as you possibly can because you don't want to miss anything and then not budgeted in later and then realize that you're short on money because profit margins are going to be really really important it's going to be important to be able to tell investors and fund we'll get into funding in a minute but it's going to be important to tell investors when you think you'll be making a profit and you'll come out of the negative because um they that helps them know how long until they start seeing returns so keep your why in mind throughout your entire business plan that's really important you can edit go back change things but make sure that you keep your why at the center because that's why you do everything and you don't want that to be unclear especially if you're painting a story to tell people um, about your business you want to make sure that your why is super clear and you know the center of why you're doing everything because it is at the end what you're trying to solve so after you do that then you go back through and edit this is when you go through and make sure that everything makes sense you do more research if you find it's like opening pandora's box so you're probably gonna find things on google and say oh my gosh i need to include this or oh my gosh i did this wrong and what i did is i had like a master business plan that I kept adding everything to and I would add notes I would add my own version of things and then when it came down to making a business plan that I actually showed people that's when I really edited things down so you can choose to make your one but I personally would say to make 
a master one that you can edit and move things to so that you can move things and kind of fit them to what you need so that um, you still have all those things there if you need them later and you're not just like deleting them. Does that make any sense? I don't know if that made any sense. But basically what you're gonna go back through is continue editing, continue improving, and continue researching. And then once you think that this is where you are close to wanting to launch and you feel confident that you are capable of doing this because you need to be the expert at your business. You need to be expert at your industry because the next step is funding and you're gonna get all kinds of questions about the market. You're gonna get all kinds of questions about um, your product. You need to be the expert. And with funding, it depends on where you go if you're gonna need to be super, like if you need to be the expert, that's more for investors and pitch competitions and things like that. If you're just asking your grandma for a loan, you may not need to be as much of an expert but it's good to know because like i mentioned it's better to know things and then have them there than need them later and not know and do things wrong like for example you can assume that the data is one way and say you have a fact and you say okay 50% of americans need this product so i'm going to create this product but then you go and the research says 50% of Americans actually don't want this product and you've already done all this research, you're gonna have to completely change or you're gonna have to find data that backs up your claim and debunks that claim. So it's better to just know as much as you can in the forefront because I've been there where you've done all this research and then it's like, oh wait, people don't actually want this and it sucks, it is not fun do not recommend <laughs> okay now let's talk about funding yay so there's a lot of ways that you can get funding the ways that i talk about and kind of break down is first personal funds so you can save up for any funds you already have second is your family and friends i included fundraising into this as well so like donations gofundme things like that i'm not sure what the taxes look like on that so um, I haven't done any fundraising personally, so you may need to look into that if you do go that route, but family and friends is always a great place to look first. Next is angel investors. So angel investors are basically what is on Shark Tank. Um, they're angel investors. So what they do is you they loan you an amount in exchange for either equity of the company, so a certain percentage of the company they own, or they will ask you to pay them back later so you are in debt to them. I typically don't recommend angel investors if you want to own your company or if you don't want to be in debt to you know, anyone you are not comfortable with, which angel investors is a great way to go, I think that it's a great option and there's nothing wrong with it but it's it wouldn't be my first option personally because i it's really important to me that i make all of the say in the company and i don't want to have to lean on anybody else other than like a mentor or an advisor or 
um, bringing other people into the company, which I'll get to in a second, um, you know, their advice. But another way is pitch competitions, which is what I mentioned with the, the one I did. So what that is, is you go out, you make a pitch deck, you pitch to um, investors, and then you win money. And usually it's a grant. So grants are a great way because you don't have to pay them back. So competitions are usually through universities. They do them in local communities. That's something you just have to Google and kind of find. Next is grants. So the government does a lot of small business grants. They do ethnicity grants, diversity grants. There's all kinds of grants you can find online as well. So those you don't have to pay back. I would do grants before anything else um, because like I mentioned, you don't have to pay them back. So the last thing that I thought of for funding is bank loans, which is when you just go to the bank, show them your business plan and say, hey, um, I want X amount of money to start this company and then you have to pay them back, which I don't recommend any sort of loan to anybody because then you have to pay them back. And unless you are sure that your company is foolproof and you are 100% gonna make money, um, I would not do that, but you know, some people live life on the edge. So if you're one of those people, go for it. Another thing that I kind of forgot to mention that you can talk about all throughout this process is bringing other people on. If you are not an expert in all things, it's great to bring people on. So for example, you need to be good at marketing, accounting, um, the product itself, supply chain. You need to have a good knowledge of all of these things to launch a business. Um, if you're gonna be you know, doing things that involve products, involve finances, involve marketing, you need to have a knowledge in that. So sometimes it's easier to just bring someone else on, a business partner, that is an expert in an area that you're weakest. So for example, I'm not very good at finances. So I will lean on someone who's a little bit stronger in finances when it comes to that kind of stuff to make sure that I do things correctly and I don't mess up anything. So that's definitely something to consider if you don't want to and you want to be more comfortable, um, you'll be more comfortable doing everything completely alone than that's totally fine as well, but it is something I wanted to mention. Don't feel like you have to do it completely alone. Sometimes it's better to not, um, but you also should talk about, you know, what percentage they own of the company, how things are gonna go if it goes well, and things like that. So next is create and launch, wait, create a launch game plan. So this is when you make a pitch deck. Even if you aren't doing a pitch competition, I recommend doing a pitch deck. It's mainly just like your business plan, just in a PowerPoint form so that you can present it to investors. You can present it to anyone who needs it. If you have any sort of thing that comes up where you need a presentation, you already have it. Um, it's just visually appealing. It gets people interested. I have a pitch deck just in case for my business that I did the pitch competition on, but I'm happy to talk to anybody in greater detail about what goes into a pitch deck. 
Also deciding how you're gonna finance, which avenue you're gonna do, or if you're gonna do multiple avenues, what percentage is gonna come from what. When should you see a profit? That's that question I told you to make sure you know for investors. Um, what your profit margins are gonna look like, how much it costs to make a product, how much it's, you're gonna sell the product for, why that's a good number that you're gonna use. Um, also a goal of when you're gonna launch, whether that's this year, two years from now, what you're looking at. Next, you're gonna get your funds and get started. So something that you can do either after you get your funding or if you're really confident beforehand is register your business. That's when you make an LLC, a corporation, etc. Um, make sure that you know whether you wanna do an LLC, a corporation, a sole proprietorship, or all any of those. There's multiple that you can look up um, on the small business website online I can link that in my description as well that tells you everything you need to know but um, it breaks down all the different entities definitely know which one you want to do beforehand um, also if you want to get any trademarks whether that's for your name for your logo you want to copyright anything you can do that um, and then find a mentor. So like I mentioned, I'm sure there's things I missed and I wish that this episode was longer. I thought it was gonna be so long. So I guess I just talked really fast. I need to slow down, but that's everything at a super basic structure. If there's anything you have any questions about, feel free to ask me. Um, if there's anything you want me to go into more detail, message me i will put the website in the description but that's basically it i'm super excited that you're starting a business i am really like i'm genuinely excited i wish that everyone was an entrepreneur because it's so fun it's really stressful but it's a good time i love researching um you know whether you're looking at the seo or whether you're looking at supply chain or whether you're looking at management or organization of a business there's so many different things to learn and it's so exciting to research so i genuinely um think that it's so so fun and i hope that you find it as exciting as i do i think that that's pretty much it go ahead and leave a review if you are on a platform where you can do so it would really really help my channel or my podcast i guess this isn't i'm still getting used to it not being youtube um leave a rating if you feel called to do so go ahead and follow or subscribe i really appreciate anything that you choose to do it helps me out so much i want to Grow our community of smart, capable, confident girlies so that we can all become our best version of that girl. I hope that you guys have an amazing week. If you're watching this on Sunday, I hope you have an amazing Sunday. I hope that you had a restful weekend. Weekend? Weekend. <laughs> I love you guys so, so much, and I will see you in my next episode. Bye, guys.